You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. NFL is over. Welcome to episode 95 of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Drew, I would say overall, uh, our last episode that we had on Friday, I'm feeling 100 times better, but still dying on the inside. How are you feeling after the first official Sunday of NFL season now that it's back? Pretty good considering I just watched the Patriots curb stomp the Pittsburgh Steelers. Always a good sight as a Patriots fan to see that happen in Foxborough. Yeah, it, it seemed a little more uh, worse than usual this year, um, especially uh, knowing that you know, there was a lot of buildup around Juju and, uh, and and Dante Moncrief didn't really do what everyone thought he was going to do, what I thought he was going to do. About four drops, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really makes you just kind of be like, damn, are we are we, are we, being teased again? Are we getting our chains pulled? But, uh, yeah, that game was, was pretty bad for Pittsburgh, man. And I'm, uh, I, I'm ready to go ahead and just say, like, if, if that's what we can expect out of Pittsburgh this, this year – Mike Tomlin better go ahead and get the old resume out because I don't think it's going to fly too much longer. Um, that that's just not it's not what the Steelers do. Like when I when I think back to like an NFL team uh, that of their caliber, like in their history, like that's just not a team that's supposed to lose. It's not a team that's supposed to be bad, but they are bad. So it's I, like I'm calling nice. Big Ben and him go out at the same time, and maybe one or two more years. That's what I'm. That's what I'm calling. Yeah, it's it's not going to take too much longer. Um, you know, he's already hinted at retiring, and with everything else happening with Antonio Brown falling out, it just uh, you know, it, it didn't look good. But it did look good for the Patriots. Um, it Philip did. Dorsett season. Yeah, twenty five fantasy points. Holy shit! Like, how does that happen? Like Dorsett, out of all the receivers that they have <laughs> on this team. Okay, so. For one, let's go ahead. So, so Philip Dorsett it was the number one fantasy scorer with twenty five point five fantasy points, um, in in this game for the for the Pats tonight. And they also have Antonio Brown, and Josh Gordon, and Julian Edelman. Uh, so, big question now for fantasy owners out there. I'm I'm sure a lot of people already have done this, but like Nikhil Harry's not coming back till week eight. I don't even know if he has a place anymore on fantasy rosters. He might would be even behind Jacoby Myers and Demarius Thomas too. So it's, it's, just, it's a long journey ahead for him. He's going to miss time. Um, and, and when you miss time in that, in that offense, like Bill Belichick makes sure that, that his guys are ready to hit that field before he's not just going to rush somebody out there. So, um, I think that it might be a good time to, to start hunting for somebody else to, to stash, especially with Antonio Brown coming to this team. That's another big thing we got to talk about. So, uh, for everybody that follows me on Twitter, you got to see my reaction videos all throughout the weekend. But uh, Antonio Brown 
finessed his way out of Oakland and became a Patriot overnight, practically. Um, we discussed this on the show. We talked about it. You said you, you weren't really sure. But then again, we were like, hey, it's the Patriots. Um, I'm buying in on all the conspiracy theories now, and I'm be the first person to say that Antonio Brown had me played as, for a fool. Um, but I'm pretty sure he finessed the entire planet Earth, so I'm not alone there. Um, but this move obviously is huge. You being a Patriots fan, I know that it's got to be exciting for you as long as he keeps his shit together. For sure, man. I don't. I'm like a, it's like a mixed feeling thing because I I think I was on the podcast saying I was tired of the AB drama. I didn't want to give him any any time on the podcast, and here we are. Uh, a few still days talking later, about him. Still talking about him. And he's I'm, good. I'm he's good at it. He's good at it. He's good at keeping himself relevant. He, um, he is, and he's so good at football. I can't wait to see what it's like on the field. Right, and I don't want to. I don't want to like get like like too deep into it all again. But I just have to say this very quickly. After watching his reaction video when he got cut from the Raiders, I immediately like just knew like in my head, like and just felt it like 100%. He meant to do all of this, every bit of it. I think it was uh, Pat McAfee had a perfect fucking explanation on a video that he posted online um, talking about the whole scenario. Like he, he obviously had this plan. He was like talking about he called God. God said, get the fuck out of Oakland. And man, but like it, it, dude, it really does. Like it just makes sense, and it's like, you know, this whole time while everybody's sitting here thinking, like, man, we're worried about him. He's got mental issues, this and that. Like this dude probably knew what he was doing the entire fucking time. And if I had anything to guess about it now, he was probably like guided through this stuff. I feel like like his agent maybe or people close to him were just like, this is how you get the fuck out of a team you don't want to be on. Something tells me we'll know the answer to all these questions by the end of the year. If it goes well, then it's going to confirm everything. If I don't goes- see how people don't know already by that video he made. Just his react. Dude called his grandma, bro. You know, like, how? when's the last time you called your grandma about some news, bro? It's been a long time. Yes, I mean, that's, it's, that's some serious shit. Like, when you're calling grandma, like, I mean, that's like, that's like, it's like call God number one, call grandma number two. Like, that's like, you just know, like, cause you're not just going to call grandma on a regular basis. Out of the clock. Yeah, it's the clock. Um, it's telling us that time is ticking on. So yeah, we can't stay on the Antonio <laughs> Brown too much. Thanks clock. Appreciate you. Um, but yeah, so, um, with, with the Patriots going on now, like with this team they have, if, if they're going to continue this type of gameplay, it, it's going to be a scary season. And it's going to be a scary season for anybody that's not a Patriots fan. So, um, I'm early early predictions for the Super Bowl was Chiefs Saints, and it's now back to Patriots Saints just because of that, and knowing that Antonio is coming back next week. So that's Tom Brady for MVP. Uh, Drew Brees for MVP. <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted. But back to the topic at hand. Let's go ahead and and, and you know the game with the Steelers. Uh, Patriots, it's out the way, over with. Just uh, great performance by the Pats. Fantasy players on the Pats. I, I'm not going to be reaching out to get Philip Dorsett like heavily. I, I still feel like when Antonio Brown gets into this offense, um, just a lot's going to be clicking on all cylinders. One thing I was upset about was Sony Michelle's production. Um, you know, as I have him in a couple of leagues. And it's worrisome, like Rex Burkhead's being used. James White's being used the heaviest. 
Um, to see the 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 production that he put up tonight was, I think he only got like a point. I think he had like one point. Yeah, he was getting like one yard per carry, and then getting a few carries for losses. So it was just yeah. Did not, this guy really not, have one point? He had one point, bro. Not a Sony Michelle one game. One point. One point four. So yeah. So so. Tell me why I shouldn't be concerned as a Sony Michelle owner right now. It's kind of what you sign up for with the Patriots. You have James White games. You have Sony Michelle games. Um, the one concern this year is what if we see him go back to that just you know major pass attack with Antonio Brown? They have more weapons now, um, so I think it is at least a situation to monitor. But when you draft a Patriots running back, you're kind of setting it, setting yourself up for. You know, the, the, the highs and the lows. And, like, it's my first year owning one. Anybody else out there is owning them. You're going through the same thing I'm going through, guys. So, hang in there until week two. See what the hell happens. If you get something like this again, you know, we, you got a little bit of time in the beginning of the season to make these moves, get it right. There is a long season ahead. Just main thing before we dive into this, the recap of the Sunday slate is – don't overreact too bad because you're going to overreact. It's going to happen. It's just a part of fantasy football. It's, it's what we do. We, we, we wait so long. This day comes, and then things don't go our way, and some things do go our way. It's just a part of the game. Give it a little bit of time. Take a deep breath and just wait and sit back and watch. But also, if your gut is punching you hard as shit and saying take action, then you should probably take action because at the end of the day, it's your team. And if you got something that strongly on you, make it happen. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. Very important shit, guys. So what we're going to do now that, that we're doing our, our new two-show a week slate, uh, we're going to be going in to recapping the Sunday games, and we're going to also be dropping in – uh, throughout each game that we're talking about, some big woes and some big no's. Some big woes are going to be guys that did really well. Um, and, and this is going to be probably the biggest week of the big woes and big no's because we got to really see some players that were completely uh, – came out of nowhere, just unexpected points producers uh, that we did not see coming. There's going to be a lot of those in the big woes. For DFS owners that left salary on the table – this was their day. Is that, is that kind of the trend now? Like, it's just like the people that, that leave the most salary on the table are going to win in DFS? No, that's not, that's, that's, not, no that's not really a thing. I mean, you want to spend your – the optimal approach this week was going Christian McCaffrey and, um, and Dalvin Cook and then some cheaper receivers. So, you saw John Brown, Sean Jackson, those type receivers um, really put up some big points. But there wasn't too much salary left on the table. Yeah, I'm just looking at, like, the, these top guys right now from the week, and, like, that just looks like a really cheap lineup. Like, it really does. Yeah, it can work out for you, but most of the time in these big slates, you're better off using your salary and only having a few of the cheap guys in there. But, I mean, this week it would have worked. If you, if you had the guts to do it and just play cheap guys, you uh, probably found yourself making a lot of money. That's it. There's only one guy that can do that effectively. His name is Biff Tannen, and unfortunately, he lives in a movie series called Back to the Future. Um, so <laughs> we uh, out to Biff, by the way. Biff's a good friend. Took a picture of him with a B Dubs once. Um, it was a uh, fun times last season. Go dig that one up. <laughs> it's on somewhere. But uh, let's go. Let's go dive right in. Rams Panthers. Um, big no. Right out the gate, Todd Gurley. 
owners have to be sick to their fucking stomachs after this game. Malcolm Brown comes out, basically does all the fantasy work. Just he, what was the? I mean, didn't he get all the red zone work? Yeah, pretty much. For me, for the most part. I mean, like just looking at it right here, it's just like you you wouldn't expect that to to be what happened. Like everybody at least thought that, like, okay, we're gonna see Todd Gurley, you know, be able to to, to take a couple of downs here and there. We're gonna see him in the red zone. We're gonna see him be like. It's like no, it was none of that. It was none of that whatsoever. So it's like obviously something is really wrong with Todd Gurley, but it's just like they're just doing a hell of a job trying to keep it under wraps. Yeah, it's a conscious decision that's not going away. So you should, you should definitely be. Um, it's not a knee jerk reaction. We'd say on that one, we need to, you need to start addressing it or at least considering. Yes, it's time. Like it's literally like this was all last season. There was a lot of worry. He dropped a lot in draft positions. Like, and then we come out and see Malcolm Brown, seventeen fantasy points. What was he? He had uh, fifty three yards and two touchdowns. He's getting the goal line work, guys. Um, I'm just saying, like it's. And people were saying it left and right. I'm glad I avoided him everywhere. Um, for those that didn't avoid him and, and, and took that, you got to be concerned at this point. And you got to kind of start keeping an eye out for, for maybe some different options because I think that this is going to just progress. I don't see this going back to the all-in-all number one Todd Gurley thing. And I think that, that we're going to see committee now. And it started with C.J. Anderson last year. He's like the new C.J., the new, yeah, we, the new Ram CJ. And we kind of thought that would, would be over with him leaving, but what did we learn today is that it's just um, they're trying to limit. Gurley. What we learned today is, yes, they are definitely doing that. They're limiting him for a reason. There is a reason. And eventually that reason's going to pop up, and it could probably be detrimental. So just you've been warned. Hey, and also the Rams, we kind of saw – target share very heavy towards woods and cup did you notice that yeah i did i mean like i, I mean brandon cooks was targeted don't get me wrong mm-hmm. and then how about tyler higby with it with a random touchdown right what's up right. tyler but yeah um it was uh i mean that obviously they got the win but i mean it was uh the, the panthers played them the panthers oh i'm yep. sorry not the panthers uh christian mccaffrey played them um, oh yeah just yeah. christian mccaffrey because uh, another big no um cam newton yeah and i'm i'm crying about that one like i'm i'm literally sick dude because like i that was the there was the one one of my leagues i accidentally like i just like pressure drafted him because i noticed the clock was like two seconds and i was oh, yeah, like that's right yeah that's so right I, I never really wanted to go after him so i was already upset that i was gonna have to be this guy's cheerleader and then he gets me six fucking fantasy points that's enough to really make somebody mad. Like, not only do I, like, constantly want to just, like, talk shit about you because I call you Mama Cam, like, but now <laughs> I'm having to play you and you're going to do that kind of shit. Like, I get it. It's the Rams defense and all, but they showed today, like, McCaffrey's not going anywhere. It's not changing, and that just makes Cam Newton's value drop. And – you know, I, I saw him making passes and shit. Like, I mean, he was doing – he was out there playing football, but it's just like it's not enough. It's just not enough. The shoulder injury shit, like, supposed to be fucking on top of my game, missing that, da-da-da. 
Like not, not so much, not so much, not feeling Cam Newton. I think that this is not going to be, and this is a little bit of overreaction. Okay. A little bit just cause I own him. So there's an attachment there. He was 25 for 38, 240 yards. Not, not terrible. Just didn't have any of the McCaffrey did everything, man. Yeah. He 10 receptions, 20 carries. Unbelievable. I can't believe he had 10 catches. He just didn't throw like Cam just didn't throw any touchdowns. Yeah, Curtis Samuel was a slightly disappointing. A little bit, a little bit, man. I mean, I, I know that, like, it's only week one with them and, like, things can change, and I get that. But just after seeing what Christian McCaffrey is doing, like, I, why change that? <laughs> like, it's really – I mean, like, realistically, why change that? But I think it's funny that they still found a way to lose the game. Right. 27-30 Rams, and Christian McCaffrey has to be the lead favorite to be RB1 this year after that performance. Yeah, so shout-out to all you motherfuckers that drafted Christian McCaffrey. The dude, dude showing out, like, you know, he's, he's letting you know, like, I should have been your 101. Like, that, that's what it should have been. And I, and, I mean, I've seen him go 101 in a lot of leagues, but in the most part, he was like, what, three or four or two or three? Yeah, and it was night and day what the Giants were doing with Saquon compared to what the Panthers were doing with Christian. Yeah, yeah, it was so. unbelievable how different the play calling was. It's going to be a, jump around. It's going to be another good year for CMC for sure. Um, Eagles Redskins. I uh, was surprised with Carson Wentz. I will say that, like, I was low on Carson Wentz. Uh, I was, and and I mean, I'm still not like a hundred percent there, but I mean, he had a good day. He had 31 fantasy points. Can't complain. I did start him, actually, in one league that I have. Um, I, I had a really bad quarterback selection, and uh, I didn't draft a quarterback to the last round. And then this is a, a family league, by the way. So, it's like, you know, it's only like eight of us. So it's a very <laughs> small league. But uh, I just saw Carson Wentz sitting out there in this league, and I already had pretty much had a stack team. And I was like, fuck it. I'm like, I'm going to play him. I'm going to put him in. And I did, and he got me 31 fantasy points. But the big surprise, and and it could be – it's up in the air kind of on my end, but Deshaun Jackson looks really happy to be home in Philadelphia. It's going to be a good match with um, with Carson Wentz, just the deep ball threat. Yeah. And we saw two – he was a big DFS play, super cheap, and scored two touchdowns, two bombs. So the whole offense started clicking in the second half. And Alshon Jeffrey still got his. Now, granted, it was against the Redskins, but the Redskins had a little bit of umph. Like Surprisingly. It's Case Keenum, Case Keenum, man, Trey Quinn, Terry McLaurin. Like it's a little, little more than I expected, especially against the Eagles' defense. Uh, we saw some Miles Sanders on the Eagles side of the ball today. A little bit of Jordan Howard. I think it's pretty clear that Miles Sanders, and they're still using Darren Sproles. So it's that's like, the frustrating one for people that are owning, you know, Howard yeah. and Howard and um, escaping me. The rookie you just said. Yeah, it's gonna Miles Sanders. Miles it's, Sanders. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be Sanders. It's gonna be the Sanders show. Like it's already, you can already see glimpses of it now. It was today was a glimpse, um, but no, if Carson Wentz can keep connecting, like it, it, going into next week, if if he can continue this kind of stride right here, like he did today, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my entire like thought process on the Eagles. Like, and I'm fully comfortable saying that. Like, I will easily tell you that, like, I was wrong and things are okay. So, just stay healthy. That's all I can say, Carson Wentz. Stay healthy. Find a fucking way. 
do you have any do you have any woes or no's for the, for these uh these right slightly here slightly disappointing Darius guys but it's one week that's what I was hoping you would say big <laughs> no yeah. um yeah when, when you see Chris Thompson come out and basically have the day he had against the Eagles when Adrian Peterson's inactive and it's supposed to be Geis and he only puts up six fantasy points um it's just kind of a, like a what the fuck moment right there you don't really like I, I didn't know what to expect because like I'm thinking all morning I'm like all right you know this this guy he hypes himself up a lot he's got a lot of hype everywhere else Chris Thompson comes in with 14 fantasy points while Geis ends the day I want to say the exact was he was around 6.80 18 yards no touchdowns Ugh. he had yeah. three receptions not the best start not sure who they play next week, but maybe he'll get on track with a softer run D. So. We'll, 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 we'll know come Friday who he's playing. We'll start talking about that. We'll have some more voicemails rolling in. Um, but uh, but yeah, just it was uh, not not what we expected. So I mean, we might see more passing off this Redskins offense now, especially knowing that like guys like Trey Quinn and Terry McLaurin are getting some love from Case Keenum, so it could change some things. Bills Jets. This one, like it, it really made you think twice about the Jets, even though Le'Veon Bell's back and he showed that today. Like everybody that's been worried about this offensive line, it's Le'Veon Bell, people. Like, chill out. Like he's here. He's back. Yeah, this was a good team to to watch for fantasy production to, to kind of look ahead because I think it's gonna be the Jameson Crowder and Le'Veon Bell show. Uh, with a little bit of Robbie Anderson on the outside. So it seems pretty concentrated, which you like in fantasy. You want to see the volume go into a few people so it's predictable. Right. Yeah, it was uh, it was disappointing for – I know it's disappointing for Robbie Anderson owners, but fear not. Like, I don't think we have anything to worry with. I think he's going to be okay. It's just one of those games. It's one of those days he's still getting those targets. And, you know, surprisingly, I was thinking that it was going to be, like, stupid heavy, but – I mean, there was still some airing it out, and that's just the Adam Gase being there and that part of that. But they, they can't make the mistakes that they made today as a team because that's going to hinder a lot of different things. Like, they got to be able to come through, and they, you got to be able to win that ball game. The Bills winning that game was crazy. Shout out John Brown, 25 fantasy points. He's been – I mean, people have been talking about him, but, like, yeah, he did the damn thing. So yeah, we was, were on him early on on this podcast. I know – when I first came on, we had a nice conversation about John Brown, how he was going to fit with Josh Allen. So, good to see that pay off. It's looking good. It's it's looking damn good. Excited for that Bills owner's lookout. I think Beasley was targeted a couple of times, but John Brown is the clear guy. So, the Robert Foster days probably are over. And Josh Allen can, still likes to run the football and get touchdowns. That's right. The man the man himself, Devin Singletary. So, uh, so you got I almost Devin. forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. um he was definitely emerged in the second half. I think he had a couple catches for for big plays and a couple rushes for big plays. So I think we're going to see Frank Gore step aside a little bit. Not that they're not going to use him, but we should see Singletary moving forward as a playmaker for the Bills. Yeah, I don't I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be. I mean, even though with Frank Gore's there, it's like, what else are you going to do at this point? It's like, go ahead, put your rookie in make it happen, get him established, get him running. I think that he's going to be a fine fit. And um, I think he can actually be able to help him continue to win some games because that was just sheer giving up by the Jets. 
in my opinion. Just lay, laying on their backs, letting that happen. Man, that's looking pretty good for the Bills' core. If you have Josh Allen and um, Devin Singletary, John Brown, like that's that's looking. Things are looking up for the Bills. It's it's like formulating a new team. You get so used to seeing the same fantasy producers just over and over and over again, and then these just guys that just once just random people come together, and then they formulate this what could be magic. It's weird how the whole perception of fantasy sports goes, just the football in general, the NFL. These new guys come and go every year, and, like, we just keep seeing these emergences. Got to love it. So, Bill's new team on the on the horizon trying to brew up some stuff. Just really excited to see John Brown do what he did. Like, it, like I'm really feeling it right now. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> feeling it right now. So, just, just A1 A shit right there. Uh, one team that was not feeling anything today, moving on to our next game, Falcons-Vikings. Um you can't feel good about anything with the Falcons. And <laughs> I sure, love every I'm minute sure, of it. Yeah, I was about to say, you probably didn't mind seeing the Falcons look awful. I'm so glad that I, that I took the under on them, even though it's only week one, and I'm just, like, being stupid petty right now. But, my God, dude, Devonta Freeman was a shit show. Um, offense just couldn't get shit together. That, that Vikings defense, like, if you had the Vikings defense, you had, a, you had yourself a happy day. And the Vikings team in general, man, like Dalvin Cook looking like a star. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So, uh, guy that on Twitter that's in our uh, one of my dynasty leagues, BZB. He's probably listening to this right now. If you are, what's up, BZ? We uh we've been talking shit back and forth for a minute now about how I've been like, man, Dalvin Cook ain't gonna be shit. Dalvin Cook ain't gonna do shit. This and that. Okay, okay if Dalvin Cook stays healthy, I might be wrong. Like, I'll, I'll, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, I might be wrong. Like, that dude looked really fucking good today. And I got to be a man, and I got to just swallow my pride and say it. I might have fucked up saying that he's not going to be that good. Hey, don't back down yet because it was a decent matchup, and the Vikings O-line is not very good, but I don't, he looks I'm talented. Just, he I'm looks just saying, talented. yeah. If he – like, I didn't expect him to come out that hard in this game. I, I I mean, even though Matt Madison's getting some some shares, I just did not expect him to look that that explosive. I didn't expect him to give him that much that much that many carries either. It was a lot yeah. of touches. Yeah. So. so I mean, it's just that's that's they talked about it. It's, it's Gary Kubiak. It's Kubiak way. That's true. So it's you know I'm a as long like I mean my my concern is always with injury, but I'm not going to be. I don't need to be the guy that sits here and says. You know, oh, well, I'm just waiting on players to get injured because you're not going to win that way. I mean, you've got to. I mean, no, you, you can't know, play that way. No, not at all. So I got to be a man and say, Dalvin Cook looks good. If Dalvin Cook stays healthy, I think he's going to pay off for a lot of people. And even though it was against the Falcons, it's still it's still the Falcons. The Falcons still had this presence. Everybody thought the Falcons was going to be really, really good. Talked about this defense to get there. You know, you've talked about their defense being better. Um, and, and just in general, like, I don't think that Dalvin's going to have that much of, of a problem if he stays healthy now, just from, from what I saw today. So again, I hope he keeps it up. Could be, over, it up. could be overreacting, just, just saying how I feel right now. So, BZ, I know you're eating this shit up, so enjoy it while it lasts. Um. So big, big no for Matt Ryan wasn't good for Maddie. Um, 
Matty Ice and Devontae Freeman both did, did not look good. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and people that were like, oh, I can get Matt, Matt Ryan this late. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, he still got 23 points at the end of the day. He always finds a way to get at least over like 20 somehow. But he just looks shaky, man. Yeah, it was a lot of garbage time um, after yeah. the game. was They scored all 12 points that they had were in the fourth quarter. Um, if, I have to give one shout-out to a Falcons player, though. Austin Hooper was targeted nine times, and he caught nine catches. So Yeah, do people been on that train a little bit? Yep. Um, I mean, Matt, Matt's always going to find a way to get those points in the day, but, like, you just, for, for some reason, like, you just kind of expect Matt Ryan to be a little bit better. Like, you expect him to, like, carry that oomph. But I don't know, man. He just has bad picks. Like, they were dropping a few times, and he just has those moments where he goes from being, you know, elite QB to being a very average QB. I don't know. He's, like, like somewhere in the middle of, like, uh, Phillip Rivers and – let's see. Phillip Rivers and, like, Eli Manning. That's a good one. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe old Eli. Maybe like old Eli. Yeah, he's so bad yeah, now. He's not that bad. Yeah, I, I can't do that to Matt Ryan, even though yeah. like, the Falcons are my mortal enemy. He's not that <laughs> bad. Yeah, Matt Ryan's still a viable like fantasy QB. He just has weird, bad drives. It's it's kind of hard to explain. The Super Bowl, for example. He's probably not the best guy to be talking about Matt Ryan right now. <laughs> like, I'm if, just going to down the guy. Yeah, if you saw his numbers year over year, you'd be like, okay. I can't deny this, but I understand. I understand your stance. Right. I try not to be biased. It's hard. It just happens sometimes. It does. I mean, he he did what he did, but fuck it. Falcons didn't look as good as they should have. They looked awful. Big game, big woe game, um, Ravens-Dolphins. The Ravens scored the most points in franchise history today with Lamar Jackson and Marquise Hollywood-Brown. Tell me you knew this was going to happen week one with Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown. Tell me you knew it. Tell me anybody knew it. No one knew. I will personally kick you in the dick. No one knew it, but I can say I played a lot of Lamar Jackson in DFS, but that was for the, for the rushing upside, not him throwing all the passing touchdowns. So Number one quarterback in fantasy today, 36 fantasy points. Um, and Marquise – what, 33 fantasy points? He was the first rookie to score a touchdown uh, this season, too, in the regular season games. Um, so, shout out to that. That whole game escalated so quickly. I remember looking up, and it was fast. like – it was so fast. I was – I mean, the Dolphins at this point have got to be – I mean, it's a joke of a, of a team they have put together there. I remember looking up and being like, like – Where'd Fitzpatrick go? And then I look down and I look back up and I'm like, oh, Josh Rosen's still Josh Rosen. Like, it doesn't matter where you put him. What he, hey. he got he got in the ball, like he got the ball, like got in the game one possession, like through an inter- like through an interception, like out the gate. Is that he, right? Uh, that happened? He did. He he came in the game and threw an interception, and that is a place that he does not need to be to develop. Cause how can he ever develop with, with he's that? He's not. Team? He's not going to develop. Like I don't think I don't. I don't see Josh Rosen making it. I don't know if he's going to make it. He maybe needs like, to, maybe like a fifth year guy, <laughs> like you know, like just some random team that needed him. He needs to go sit behind a. I don't know. 
That's not that the motherfucker answer. needs to go to a Reiki healer because I feel like he just got some bad <laughs> juju. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I feel like he needs to just go get like something like done. Like I, I always just had this weird feeling about him. Like especially during the draft, like he was just real cocky and arrogant. And I'm just like, like it was like when when uh, Adam Sandler was in uh, Billy Madison and and he like the O'Doyles kept on doing shit over and over and over again. He was like, I got a whole, fi- I got a big feeling that your whole family's going down. Like, I feel like Josh Rosen is O'Doyle's. And, like, <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. And, like, he got to the NFL, and then it just, like, the, the car hit the banana peel, and they went off into the Grand Canyon. That's what happened with Josh Rosen. <laughs> like, I just – I feel like you don't like this guy. I don't. <laughs> like, I, just, <laughs> I make like, – he's a joke. Like, if you've been to the show – I mean, if you've been to the show's uh, website, our Teespring, I have a shirt, Josh, Kiss from a Rosen. Like – like I made that because it was funny, but also because like Josh Rosen humors me, because I feel like he's just gonna land himself in these bad spots now. I feel like All right, let's person. get your bold prediction. Where is he gonna be next year? Let's think of another terrible situation. Uh, Josh Rosen will be the backup quarterback in New York for the Giants. I'm and calling Josh Rosen Tampa. I'm call I'm calling Josh Rosen Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Josh Rosen Tampa Bay. Yes. Josh Tampa. Rosen back up to Daniel Jones. Okay. We right, got we'll, it. We'll see. Book it. We'll see who wins. Book it. All right. He's already in Florida once. If he goes to Florida twice, they're they, they're close enough to see that he's not that good. So like he's in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, like Bruce Arians is peeking over the. I don't think I don't think Josh Rosen and Bruce Arians would mix. We got we got caught up on on that game. Oh, yeah, I caught up on that guy. That damn Josh Rosen, he does it to me every time. We, we're due to go off topic at least three or four times per episode. Got to, got to. It's the garage guy way. But, yeah, Marquise Brown, you better go the fuck after him on your waiver wire. I'm, 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 I'm ready to say it. I'm already ready to say it. That offense looks great. Mark Ingram looked great. Lamar Jackson, fantastic. Willie Sneed got a touchdown. Willie Sneed. Need for Sneed. So you're that? you're you're all aboard the offense now after one week. I'm all aboard. If you got a shitty quarterback or a shitty wide receiver and you need a new one, go after Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown. Go, go get them. Go find them right now. Because I'm I all can. aboard. I'm all aboard the Lamar Jackson. I'm a little hesitant on. I need to look at. I need to look at the receiver breakdown a little bit. Hollywood Brown, wide receiver one, set. <laughs> Game set match. Like, I mean, it's just, if you need it, if you need a wide receiver, there's your guy. Go spend that fab money. Go get him. Go claim him right now, whether you have waivers, whatever. Like, go get him. You got a, you, you got a wide receiver problem. There's your guy right there before you have to get into dirty trades and all kinds of other shit. Go get your guys while you can. They're, they're there. It's week one. Go get them. Take what a shot. dominating performance, though, just across the board. Even though it was a dolphin, still beautiful. Yep. Gotta appreciate those. Uh, next game that was that was uh, also beautiful, just because of the sheer like violence aspect, was Chiefs Jags. Um, Patrick Mahomes scared everybody. We we all thought he was done. He went and got on the table. You know how uh, scary of a moment that was for Mahomes owners today. That would kill the NFL. Too. I'd be so mad just from an NFL fan perspective, not even he, fantasy. He came in not didn't even miss a beat, but he's not even the biggest story. There was a lot of movement in this game, okay? Biggest story of the game, biggest woe of the day, biggest woe. 
Sammy Watkins. Okay. <laughs> aliens, aliens have activated this guy. All right. His reptilian uh, family from another dimension. They activated him. Okay. Cause they, they found out there's going to be a lot of people bum rushing area 51. So they got to get him to full strength so he can run from Kansas city all the way there. And just like, like throw out some crazy time portal shit. I don't know. Motherfucker went off. Dude, let's get on. on let's get on Twitter and see if he'll tell us what planet he's from. All right, let's check it out right now. So, um, I think it was last year in April, Sammy Watkins, and this did, this didn't even get that much attention. He comes out and he tweets. This was um, on April fourteenth, twenty eighteen, at ten fourteen a.m. Okay, I'm a whole different species. I'm convinced. I'm not a human. Never was. I'm more like an. I'm more like a advanced reptilian solar being. I'm very powerful. It's kind of scares me. LOL. Thinking emoji, thinking emoji, hand over mouth emoji, happy emoji, crying, laughing emoji. Um, Sammy Watkins is a, in Alex Jones, like hang out in the same rooms. How many drugs did he do when he put that tweet out? It was 10 o'clock in the morning. I hope none. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what he does to, with his day in the off season. I mean, I'm just I'm imagining not, him. Like, I'm say, I've never smoked weed at 10 o'clock in the morning, but I'm also going to say that weeds never made me say some shit like that. Um, so I don't know. But like, yeah, he said that that is real. That's a real tweet. Like this dude is an alien. I'm just imagining him typing that up, and he's just giggling the whole time. Like he's just laughing while he's typing it up, and when he hits send, he's just so happy with himself. Do you see it? Okay, he was he was on a retreat, and he ate shrooms on his breakfast pizza. That's what happened. And then he went to reptilian. He probably saw an iguana because he was probably on an exotic vacation, and then the iguana probably talked to him, and he was like, "Holy shit, I'm a, I'm a reptilian." Because during that time, that was when, like, Kyrie was all about flat earth. So, he was, like, trying to, like – He had to rival that. Yeah, he had to find his way. But he wasn't big enough as a star to get that. So, now, with all these fantasy points that he racked up today, there's going to be a lot of Tom trickery. But for the next few weeks, Sammy Watkins is going to be a hot target. So, you might as well go ahead and grab him for a little while. Might even be somebody you can sell high on right now if you have him. But if you have – like Tyree Kill and Sammy Watkins is there, you better run. You better run to that waiver wire because you're going to need him because Tyreek's out for the next four weeks, which sucks. Like, broke my heart today. Um, yeah. It's going to be crazy watching Patrick Mahomes still just shred defenses. With- yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, it, you, you just, hey, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm Patrick Mahomes. Here's, <laughs> here's some ketchup. It was the hunt bottle down the field, man. Bowls of macaroni, like just ready. There was a segment on TV earlier. I'm not sure what, what game was on or before or after, but it was him and Brett Favre throwing no-look passes into a – I don't know. They were like a practice drill into the into the drill machine where you just throw it. Yeah. And um, Brett Favre and him were taking turns. It was just a funny thing to watch. Two completely different uh, people, but in, their, in a weird way, they had some similarities. So, it's kind of cool to watch that. That's some like man's man shit, like some bro's bro shit. Like some like some old Burt Reynolds, new Burt Reynolds. Like that's that kind of shit. Right. Yeah, I'm all about that. I need to check that out. 
other big shit that happened in this game, though. Um, Nick Foles is done indefinitely. Broken clavicle. How did that? How did that affect uh, affect you today? Yeah, I was devastated. So right off the bat, typical. This has been my luck this year for all for all fantasy sports. But right when we see that deep ball, I think it was like a forty five yard pass on the money from Foles for a touchdown. I was like, okay, my favorite QB play of the day. I'd posted on the Patreon all my plays. I was killing it and running back and receiver, and then all of a sudden, Nick Foles out quarter one. So. Yeah, wasn't too thrilled with that, but, you know, I hate it for him as a player that he's going to miss this season because I thought the, the Jags had a chance to turn it around. If you've been listening to the podcast, I was pretty high on the Jags over their win total. You were and, that. And now we had a – the good news is the backup is looks kind of um, appealing, better than Blake Bortles possibly. So, yeah, um, so I have to go ahead and say uh, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> what <laughs> – <laughs> what a force of nature. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and paint this picture for you. All right. This all happens very, very quickly. You know, I'm watching Red Zone, um, and then I see that he's going to the locker room, and nobody knows really what's happening. And it just cuts scene to, like, this dude just, like, in its back, and all you see is Minshew, too. And it's, like, just – hairs like flipping in the wind and he just turns around and he's got the most intense like stare with handlebar mustache and I I immediately thought like when the fuck did they let White Goodman's son into the NFL that was my (laughs) immediate reaction and then I'm just like this guy right fucking here this guy is the guy like this is the chosen when they cut to him when they cut the scene to him and he grabbed his helmet and I saw the mustache, I said, Chase is going to be fully erect when he sees this guy's the backup. Boner fucking <laughs> fuel, son. Like, I've never been, like, gung-ho over a backup QB. But this guy right here, I'm all in. So, like, I remember seeing videos of him. Like, he was Washington State that he played for. Yes, Coach, him and Mike Leach. Coach Mike Leach, like, one of the most amazingly weird coaches that have ever existed. Love every single drip of existence out of that guy. And then he's got that for a quarterback. I'm like, man, when this dude gets to the league, it's going to be insane. I lost touch. I didn't think about him for a long time. And then he popped up on my television today in all of his fucking, like, 1970s porn stash glory. And I was like, this fucking guy is going to save the Jaguars. Dude, he looked like he came, was, like, coming off a bender from last night, and he did not get – Right. He did, a, he did a, like, two, two too many lines of cocaine and, like, <laughs> was just, like, trying to, like, get a grip on, um, on, on his shit. But I have to do this real quick. Um, uh, just give me one second. This is immediate. This is the song that I think about when I when I see Garter Minshew. Like this, whenever it cut to him today, like this is all I could think about. <laughs> like that is Garter Minshew. This song is Garter Minshew. It's fucking uh, Life's Been Good by Joe Walsh. So, don't forget it. Yeah, that's Garner Minshew's theme song. So, I want him to be good so bad. I'm hoping, it's not, that, I'm hoping it's not the Chiefs' defense is, is crappy because they are. I hope he comes out next week and 
and, and does okay. I do too, man. Like this is like some Nick Mullins type shit. C- could be on some Nick Mullins type shit. Um, so I like the sound better. of that. Yeah, maybe better. Okay. But yeah, I'm probably going to get a, a Minshew jersey. It's probably going to happen soon. Um, but he scored 18 fantasy points. So if, if you're in a deep ass league and you had Nick Foles, perfect opportunity. Garner Minshew. Other than that, I don't think he's got fantasy relevance, but I'm gonna he's gonna be have some fan relevance for me. So <laughs> we'll put it we'll, we'll leave it at that. But maybe uh, that needs to go on the shirt, like just a big picture of his face on the back. It says maybe not fantasy relevance, but fan relevance. Yeah, fan relevance, like that. Yeah. That there we go. He just landed himself into the segment. Fan relevance. <laughs> and speaking of fans. Uh, Middle of the podcast plug, shout out to the Patreon page. Get over to Garage Guys Patreon right now. It's www.patreon.com slash garageguyspodcast. Uh, Drew had his DFS uh, rankings up on there today. There are tiers for everyone. It's very affordable stuff. It's amazing. We love helping people. Patrons now, we're helping them. We're going to help you. Go sign up for the Patreon page. It'll be worth your while. We got all kinds of shit. We'll have all the Garner Minshew blog posts probably for me that you can handle this season as long as he's good. Um, yeah, the activity is really picking up over there. I had a few people text me about the teaser we gave out on the, um, on the podcast about, uh-huh. um, about the Ravens and uh, Cowboys teaser. So uh-huh. that bet definitely hit, and I know a lot of people sent me a text. So good to see that uh, picking up some steam. Yeah, big fact. So if you want all this stuff, you know where to go. Patreon.com slash Garage Guys Podcast. Get over there now. Um, so, yeah, back to the Jags. One more quick thing. Miles Jack getting ejected from the game. Not really fantasy relevant unless you're an IDP. But dude went full like, I'm about to murder you mode. And It's like, like a I, witch cast a spell on him or something. Yeah, it was it was straight up like possession of – of uh, whatever that chick's name is. Can't think of it right now. Dude, this game was wild the more I think about it. This is also <laughs> the game that there was a power outage. Yeah, something. we couldn't even watch it. We couldn't even finish the game on Red Zone because of the power outage. Um, Probably, like, the electrical wires running by the, the pool. Like, somebody was probably, like, trying to, like, stick their dick in the pool pump and, it like, the wiring <laughs> probably fucked up. I don't know. Anything could have happened. You never know what the face. Jacksonville, bro. <laughs> Dude, speaking of, speaking of red zone, when I heard him say for the, for the first time in forever, it's the witching hour, and I got to hear Scott Hanson. The witching say, hour. It, yeah, I just died. I started laughing. You know, just can I just say I don't like Scott Hanson? I want Andrew Siciliano on my red zone. Dude, you got to embrace him for who he is, and it's just he, he it's fucks, like a, he fucks up names like left and right, like like Butcher Town. I understand it's a lot of shit to keep up with. I get that, and I know that I fuck shit up too. But the guy just annoys me, man. I, I miss Andrew Siciliano. I'm a, I'm a Scott Hansen fan. I don't even know why. It's like you got a it's Scott like, Hansen. It's comic. It's comical to me. I'm just I don't know. He's like that really successful guy that like goes to dinner at Mitt Romney's house and then talks about sports. But he was in showbiz before and he didn't know any football players. That's who I Scott Hansen that. is. I can Scott get Hansen. That. Yeah, that's. But I, I, well, I, when it cuts to him though, and they and somebody tries to play a commercial and it doesn't happen. He goes, we don't do commercials here on Red Zone. Like, that, that stuff's funny to me. We don't do commercials. Yeah, like, like the way he says it in his voice, you know. Right. We don't do commercials here on NFL Red Zone. I don't know. I miss you, Andrew Siciliano. Come back to me. Um, 
I think he still does direct TV, doesn't he? I'm not sure what, what his deal is or what he's doing. Oh no, Missy Andrew. That's all I know. Um, all right, we got we got to move forward. We got a couple more games to get to. Sorry, uh, it's all good. No, Scott Hansen will do that to you sometimes. He just leaves you in a clusterfuck <laughs> of emotion. Um, big upset, huge upset. Wow, wow, wow! Upset. The hype was too much for the Cleveland Browns. America overhyped this team. They got beat by the Titans, forty-three to thirteen. Yeah, Baker Mayfield won't be sleeping very well tonight. How do you explain that? How do you explain that to all of the people? Like, literally, the world has been captivated by Cleveland. The NFL has been captivated by Cleveland. And we get this for the first performance. At home. At home. When it's supposed to be the year of the turnaround. And a subpar team, really. I mean, Titans defense is pretty strong, but – not the team that you think you're going to get beat on on opening day at home. No, I, I don't. I can't buy the fact that the Titans are that good, I, and then that, that Cleveland is what we think that they are. They're not what we think that they are. Um, the Titans might be good, but they're not that good. But uh, AJ Brown looked good. I'll say that much. I didn't even expect AJ Brown to have any relevance, and he did out the gate. So we're seeing a more wide receiver rookies. Uh, really yep. making a, a stand this week. Yeah. Hey, sure. credit to Tennessee, though, for the game plan. It was a great game plan. Der- Derrick Henry did well. And then, and then me and you talked about Delaney Walker kind of came, came back from the dead. So, good to here's see my him. Here's my buckshot theory on this. Um, Baker Mayfield had a mustache. Things were going great. He grew his beard out. Had a shitty game. Mike Vrabel, mustache. Won the game, 43 points. Maybe uh, Baker Mayfield gave all his power to our new favorite backup quarterback. Maybe that's just the power of mustaches. Could be. Could be on to something. Yeah, because, see, like, Baker's not real a real mustache guy because he grew his beard out. When you got uh, my homie Minshew down in Jacksonville, he shows you what it's really like. Because, like, it just seems like mustaches are working right now. Mustaches are working. Like, Aaron Rodgers – didn't have a mustache when he played on Thursday night. Didn't really look that great. Aaron Rodgers, all denim with a mustache. That guy would throw footballs over the fucking moon. That's guaranteed. So, I don't know what's wrong with these let's guys. See, let's see who makes adjustments for next week. Fantasy relevance has to do with mustaches. If a player has a mustache, a coach has a mustache, good fantasy production. That's going to be – I'm going to make a shirt. Mustache, good fantasy production. Mustache equals fantasy production. Some people get into the analytics. We get into their hygiene. That's right. It's it's all about it's all about uh, it's all about whatever. It's all about the the finesse. It's all about how you look. That's what determines it. That that's not true at all, guys. Don't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just uh, uh, it was it was it was bad. And so I, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say start to worry. They're they're gonna find a way to to get their shit right. Uh, I do believe that the Browns have what it takes because they have the weapons. Freddie Kitchens just has to get back in the uh, in the kitchen this week, and he's got to get with Baker, and they've got to get their little Baker's pan, and they've got to uh, gotta make some muffins and, you know, talk about how the fuck to fix this shit because I can't expect to see this all the time. David Njoku didn't look that bad. Um, hey, the recipe's out. I mean, I think the recipe to beat the Browns is you stop the run. It all starts with Chubb. If you can slow him down and force Baker to make all the plays. Yeah. That, that's why they struggled, man. Cause, cause Chubb never got going. No, if that happens, yeah, it's, it's over. 
It's going to be even crazier. Don't forget Kareem Hunt's coming back later in the season, so we'll see how that plays out. So it's not – I'm not going to – I'm not ready to say it's over yet for the Browns by any means, but I think today was a huge wake-up call that just because you have good talent doesn't mean you have a good game plan. Um, Colts Chargers. This was a game that I thought could happen, but I wasn't ready to, like, put my, my backing on it. But Jacoby Brissett got that ball to T.Y. Hilton. He made that shit happen. Yeah, there were some big uh, fantasy scores here. I think T.Y., Marlon Mack, um, Austin Eckler had three touchdowns. Marlon was okay. worth it. Yeah. Marlon was actually worth it. Right. It was – hey, the the – the Colts should have won this ball game, and Adam Vinatieri missed three field goals. So, right, old man, old guy. Old <sighs> Chargers are lucky to get that W. Yeah, they were. Philip Rivers was in his riverness, um, and then Austin Eckler. So I, they they basically gave the middle finger to Melvin Gordon today. It's like Melvin, who Austin Eckler doing the damn thing, dude. Um, completely wilding out. I, I mean, I knew that he was going to get production. But I had no idea it was going to be like this. So, Austin Eckler with 39.40 fantasy points. Dude cost 5500 on DraftKings. Yeah, this That's, is one I've been backing for a long time. I'm proud of this one just because even when Melvin Gordon was sitting out some for health reasons last year, I was always all aboard the, the Austin Eckler train. So, he's a, he's a great back. He's just – this is we're going to get to see a full sample size of, of Austin Eckler this year. That's what it looks like. Right. And then um, the one of the big wide receivers everybody was hyping up in Los Angeles, Mike Williams, he, uh, he exited the game with a knee injury, actually. So um, I, don't, I don't really know how serious uh, it's going to be. But uh, just based off we know, what we know right now, um, you know, that Travis Benjamin's value could jump up a little bit if, if he's going to sit out for some time. But Keenan Allen looked like he had that shit on lock. Dude. He looked like he had things pretty tight-knit for the wide receiving core. So just hope to God he can stay healthy. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about the Chargers. It just seems like a year where they're going to get injury plagued. And they're, they got a bubble. They always got kind of a bubble happening. Dude, it's like it's it's always looming. Like when I look at the Chargers, I just see like a floating bubble, and like at any moment it's going to fucking pop. Like I just I have that feeling. It just that feeling. I, I carry that with me with that with that team. I don't know. Yeah, I think that I think they're a candidate to, <clears throat> to drop off this year for sure. So. It could happen, but uh, keep eating up as many Philip Rivers points as you can because he's going to get old and, and retire soon. And of course, his nutsack's going to shrivel up because once you've had nine kids, you know there's really no going back there, unless he's just strong, strong, strong in the sack. Who knows? <laughs> he's, uh, probably, he's probably getting ready to coach his own pee wee team, so that's probably yeah, his next thing. A pee wee team that he created, yes. like literally created these human beings to play football. <laughs> amazing shit amazing Bengals Seahawks this was one I didn't see I thought the Seahawks were going to blow this Bengals team out but obviously uh John Ross had a message to send to people that wanted to fucking hate on the Bengals hey don't just talk about John Ross give give the red rocket his credit uh who uh Andy Dalton man I can't I can't wait to see J Joe Flacco tomorrow how about you <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have to set uh andy uh, it flashes on the screen today i was kind of losing focus of watching red zone and it says andy dalton just set his career high in completions and passing yards or something like that and i was like i'll give it i'll give it to him 25 fantasy points is way more fantasy points than i expected for andy dalton to have uh 418 yards and two touchdowns i mean 
He did go 35 out of 51, though. So That's a lot of pass attempts. I think Joe Mixon got injured. Yeah, that hurt me. So, like, today I had Mixon and Tyreek Hill go down. Um, so, Geo's obviously getting a little bump. So, go and uh, go look into some Giovanni Bernard. Uh, probably should have been handcuffing him all along. Um, but, like I said, you can never really predict injury. It just happens sometimes. I feel like he's one of those guys that always finds his way to relevance, like Gio Bernard. He, a few games a year, you know, he he finds his way. I, I don't know. I feel like I roster remember, him every year. Remember Jeremy Hill back in the gap, like in all the hype they mm-hmm. had when he went to Cincinnati? Right. Crazy yep. stuff, man. Crazy times. But, yeah, um, this uh, the, the Seahawks team looked, uh, I don't know. Not very good. The Seahawks. Uh, uh, DJ Metcalf looked better than I thought. Yeah, and, Donkey Kong Metcalf. That's the new nickname, Donkey Kong Metcalf. So, so yeah, Donkey so, Kong. So, what Twitter's calling him? I'm kind of worried about the Seahawks' ability to like sustain drives because all they did was punt or deep balls to Lockett and Metcalf. Yeah, and then I mean, you got to give credit where it's due for the run game, right? Yeah, it seems like if you're a Chris Carson owner, you should be pretty confident that. He's going to be the guy unless he starts. He had a fumble today, and the only the only way he's going to find himself on the bench is if he if he has a fumbling problem. Yeah, if he if he becomes Sir Fumble Lot, then it's going to yep. be bad news. But yeah, forty six rushing yards and a touchdown, and then he had six receptions for a touchdown. So I mean, receiving touchdown PPR, I mean, like uh, definitely did better than I thought. So, but I mean, people were already drafting him. People already had that kind of feeling about him behind him or whatever. Um, Hey, good job. Good job if you got Chris Carson, I guess. I don't hate the stash of Rashad Penny if he's on the waiver just because it's – man. Oh, no, it was always him over Rashad Penny, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't I, – I, I was not on the train. Like, after last year, that train left the station and it never came back. They shut down the Amtrak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you, just, I, if you just watch Chris Carson play, he just he just runs so hard, man. It seems like he's always yards after contact. He's a, He's a good player. He's got six jobs. He doesn't get tired. He talked to Kevin Gates. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see this Bengals team, I'm not gonna lie, because obviously they got a little bit of oomph, especially if they can do that against what was a somewhat improved Seahawks defense. Um, with some of the guys they had last year too. So I'm uh I'm I'm intrigued. I'm not gonna lie, I'm intrigued. I'm not ready to say that any doll is gonna be better than Joe Flacco yet, but I'm intrigued. I am that. Hope Joe Mixon gets better, and especially for all the owners out there. You're gonna need a big diet of Flacco to keep pace. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm saying that completely blind. <laughs> Next game, the game that was supposed to be the biggest fantasy game of the week, 49ers Buccaneers, turned into just like some Tom fuckery, crazy off the wall shit that just proved us that Jameis Winston is still a big no. It was literally one of the worst games I've ever watched. I had it on Reddit or something while I was watching Red Zone because I wanted to keep an eye on Jimmy Garoppolo and Jameis Winston. And I'm just saying this right now, things are not looking good for either one. It's only one weekend, but the eye test is telling me there's a lot to work out there, a lot of work to do. Jimmy Garoppolo's worrisome with 11 fantasy points. Um, I mean, I don't even know. Like what Kittle didn't even have that good of a day. No, and they were targeting him a good bit, and he still didn't have that great of a day. He did okay, but 
the game was just sluggish. There was a ton of penalties. Jameis Winston had three touchdowns called back at one point for some kind of penalty. So that didn't help his chemistry or his confidence because he was – every time he did something right, they were bringing it back. Right. Um, just a terrible game. I don't really have much to say about it other than the, the Coleman injury is going to really open up Matt Breida. I mean, I only saw what I saw from red zone, but, I mean, from what I saw from red zone, it was just like – yeah, like, like I said, the O.J. Howard shit now with Cameron still being there, I kind of had a feeling that that was still going to be a thing. Um, uh-huh. So, I mean, that, that kind of can, can split some shit up, but – yeah, both teams just got to – I mean, it's like for the 49ers to have 31 fantasy points and – I mean, 31 points in the game to win the game and the fantasy values are the way that they are. Like Marquise Goodwin had like a point. It's just uh, – it's weird to see how that stacked up. I don't know. I was not yeah. enthused. Whatsoever. Yeah, it was, it was a bad game. I think the only thing for the listeners to take away is the, the 49ers backfield, right? I mean – you lost Coleman in the main league, right? Right, yeah. So, it's – uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, Coleman, Ross – no, Coleman, uh, Mixon, and Hill went down for me today. Yeah, it's a rough day. Yeah, it was. I want to backtrack real quick, though, because I did have a big woe that I missed. Shout out to DJ fucking Chark on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just had to say that real quick. Fucking great day out of him. Um, I was saying all offseason – I think it could be anybody. Somebody's going to have to catch the ball in Jacksonville. I leaned on DJ Chark just because of, like, from the shit that I used to see him do at LSU. So, good to see DJ Chark have a damn day. Just had to go yeah. back and give that good credit to him. Yeah, big credit to the entire Jacksonville receiving core because Chris, Chris Conley. Conley. Yeah, only, I think he finished four or five points behind him, but still – not a bad day. Not a bad day at all. Just had to go back to say that. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to another team that had a very bad day, uh, New York Giants uh, against the Cowboys. They made the Cowboys look like – they had Cowboys fans already. I mean, it's, it's not – it doesn't take much to get a Cowboys fan to say we're going to the Super Bowl, but they had them saying it very quickly today. But Dak looked good. Dak looked so fucking good. I had him uh, I have him on my bench in one league because I have Deshaun Watson. So, of course, I'm going to play Watson over, over Dak. Um, I think anybody would do that. Um, but then I looked at my bench and I saw what Dak had, and I was like, goddamn. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Like, for, for somebody, like, I'm a guy that has had a team past two years. My team name has been Return of the Dak because, like, I just, like, had this thing with Dak Prescott – and I would just like paste his face onto Mac Morrison's Return of the Mac music videos, the album covers. Like that was just my shit. So I, uh, I'm glad to see. So Dak you're mad at yourself for not playing him? A little bit, yeah. Because like I feel like I feel like Dak, like not Dak Prescott, but like the picture of Dak Prescott on my phone on my fantasy apps just like looks at me, and it's just like, how could you? Like how could you put me? Here? Right. Like think of all the times we've had together. You named your team after me. Yeah, Dak knew you didn't start him today. Yeah, he did, and he's fucking mad about it. He's a salty little bitch, and he fucking scored all those points. So, I mean, it's on me. I have to be a man. Hey, I think we talked about this, but we're buying into the Cowboys, aren't we? Yes, we are, 100%. I mean, th- those receivers, like Cobb and Gallup and Cooper, it's just a strong team. And don't forget about Jason fucking Witten, man. <laughs> Jason Witten. Old man comes in from the booth, robot, robot style, the original OG robot before Andrew Luck comes in back on the playing field, proved that, that he's got no strings to hold him down. There's yeah. nothing like watching him run 
that little like five yard hitch or that flat route where he can't he can't cut, but he's just like all the momentum's going one way. He's like a dump truck, like that doesn't have brakes. But then like all of a sudden his brakes like work again, and it's and just he's like, back. Yeah, and the, the motor's running right constantly. So it was electric to see that Zeke. Uh, Zeke had kind of a, a little more, pretty much more of a quiet day than he normally would have. Still got a touchdown, still eight, but uh, the Giants are bad. Stay away from, from them. Just stay away from them. Like, Eli yep. Manning, like, I think Daniel Jones got in the game for, like, a little bit towards the end, right? Yeah, they put him in. He had a few reps. Not too many. He had, like, .18 fantasy points. Like, it wasn't much of anything. But yeah, yeah, Saquon owners, though. We got to go a quick shout-out. That must have been frustrating. They would not give him the ball. Yeah, it's uh, – I, I really am under the impression now – and, like, this is the shit that, I'm, that I've been worried about. Like – They've made it kind of like a big deal about Eli Manning this season. Like, they're, they're like, very, like, on his back. Like, this is Eli's team. Eli's our starter. It's, like, I think that the Giants front office is in, like, this in, in just really bad denial, and they've shut their self off from the entire rest of the world, and they're just, like, this is Eli's team. It's been this way for three years. Yeah, like they're just in denial about it. But like now it's really a problem because where they gave the ball to Saquon more. And like I said, there's still a lot of games left to be played. I get that. Saquon, shout out to the clock. Um, Saquon owners should not uh, – I, I don't know. Uh, you Maybe you should worry. Maybe you should just based off of how bad this team is and what we saw today. Yeah, maybe it's, it's – he's going to get – He's going to get his, but what you worry about is when you're on such a bad team, they're going to start worrying about their future and not giving him the touches if they're down by 21. You know, you don't want that from your first overall pick. You don't want – you want them to be in games where they're running the ball, where they're ahead of teams. You know what I mean? I mean, if they're down 21 and it's the fourth quarter, do you want to have your your all-pro future of your franchise out there getting hurt? So No, no. And like that, that's, that's – see, that was my main concern is just like that this – I feel like this team – is too weak to hold up the weight that is Saquon Barkley. Like that's right. just the way I felt about. It. That's why I, if I had a high draft pick, I wasn't, I wasn't gunning for him. You know, if he fell to me at like three or four, then I'm going to take him. But I'm not gunning for him if I had the first pick. He was definitely one or two. I mean, I, I think it was McCaffrey or, or Saquon. I've watched him fall to four in one league, bro. Like I watched him fall to four. I mean, I don't know how much that happened in everyone else's leagues, but I, in one league that I'm in, I've watched them fall to four because That's I think crazy. other people see that. Other people kind of can see that too. Like that, maybe they're just like, I'd rather have Kamara. I'd rather have McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I would think, never do that, but I can. I can. I guess I can see why. It's just he's such a he's such a good player. I, I don't think, know. I think I would have rather had Lev Bell over him. No, you're crazy. You're yeah. you're overreacting. I am. A little yep. bit, maybe. Maybe a little yep. bit. Just worried about the guy, man. You can't put him on such a bad team. Good players shouldn't be on those kind of teams, man. Full he NBA was on culture. One last year. Remember that? I just remember he was on a terrible team last he year. Was. He was. He did really well. But they gave him the ball a lot, too. They, they should Unlike correct today, that. They, they should got correct to. that. I mean, look, look, look. Well, let's go ahead. We're going to move. Well, I'm going to ride off of that because uh, this is going to correlate. I'm going to ride off of that into the next game, Lions-Cardinals. Look at last year with the Cardinals. They didn't give David Johnson the ball the right way. Okay, like they didn't play David Johnson right. Like, and and I, I just knew that the chemistry was going to be so fucking off with that team. And like that's why I made the call I made last season with him. And in this season, I said he's going to be fine. He scared us for a little bit in the beginning, but he finished the game with 25 fantasy points. A lot of garbage time runs. Uh, shout out Kyler Murray, garbage time king. 
dumpster king. He's he did the ultimate garbage time today and got Larry Fitzgerald big points. Yeah, well, in the third quarter, I'm pretty sure me and you probably would have been thinking about coming on the podcast and talking about how atrocious it was, and then it was like a night day. It went to overtime. That's right. Yeah. So. Oh, and I, I'm only in one league with kickers this year, which is our family league that we've had because they just insist that kickers are important. Um, and so I always always joke, Matt Prater first overall, any kicker league that I'm in, going to draft him in the first round. He can kick it. He kicked it, man. He kicked it. The 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 Nick Swardson of kickers. <laughs> he looks like Nick Swardson. Like all he needs is rollerblades and the Reno nine one one set, and he's didn't good. Prater get called for PEDs? Have to like get suspended for a few games? Didn't that happen to him? Probably. He looks like that guy. Yeah, I think like, that happened. He was like a guy that like like he wanted to like you know take some uh take him some some horse tranquilizers mixed with some some testosterone. Like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a, the kicker that was famous for getting a suspension for PEDs, and everyone was making a joke about it on the internet because it was a kicker. Matt Prater, the 101 of fantasy. Yep, kicker. he was on the Broncos, and he was suspended for the first four games due to violating the NFL substance abuse policy. And now he's with the Lions. Yep. See, he went from a horse to a, a machine that lives in Africa and lives on rocks and has a mean uncle named Scar. <laughs> That's what you did. We've been all over the place this episode. All uh, over the place. Hey, it's, I'm, I'm here for it. Shout out Matt Stafford for being relevant again. I mean, we all kind of thought he would be. Against hey, Danny Amendola too. Yeah. Big whoa. Big whoa alert. <laughs> Danny Amendola. Holy He's hell. Back. He's, He's back. back. The, I'm telling you, the mini Patriots – it's like they, they went from, from like fighting over – from dropping tea in the Boston Harbor to like just mauling people because they're Lions now. It's like this is the baby Patriots, I'm telling you. TJ Hawkinson, big fucking whoa. Don't ever tell me I'm crazy for drafting a rookie tight end again because I called that shit and I am, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be cocky about it. Hey, I like it. You called it. Um, I played him a little bit in DFS today, so I was I was with you on that. I will say it seemed like the Lions are not going to have that carry on Johnson, you know, feed him mentality. It's the same hey, thing as usual with the Lions. What what did what did we talk about last week uh, about <laughs> carry on? What yeah, did we say about him? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a Lions running back. Uh huh. Uh huh. Exactly. Real shit. I'm I'm all for it. Like it's 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 going to be this throwing, and Matt Stafford's going to be back doing. He just he's just a good value QB man. He just he finds a way to get it done. I got to see how many carries CJ Anderson had. If it was a running back by committee, I'm about to look it up real quick. Word, but yeah, that's that's basically like the the rundown for Sunday. Find that stuff while you're doing that. Um, got to give a mention to tomorrow night's games. We got two Monday night games as always on the uh on the first week of the NFL season. The New Orleans Saints are playing the Texans and the Raiders are playing the Broncos for the late Monday night game. Um off the jump, we're gonna get to see Carlos Hyde if if him and Duke Johnson what they're gonna have going on in that backfield, if anything, probably some random third string running back is going to come out of nowhere and do some shit. For the Texans, that's usually how it happens, right? That that sounds so true. They're going to be using three running backs. Remember Alfred Blue? Remember him? Yeah, yeah is he still in the league? 
Yeah, he is, but he's with Jacksonville now, I believe. Oh, that's right. I think he's hurt. Yeah, I think he that's got right. hurt. Leonard Fournette looked good backing up. We missed a couple things on that Jags game. Yeah, Leonard Fournette looked good, too, just backing up to that real fast. Shout out, Leonard. He did. Um, as long as he's healthy, he's good. It's when he has those little ankle injuries that you got to stop playing him in DFS and all that stuff. Big facts, big facts. But, yeah, tomorrow, um, super, of course, everyone's excited to see Alvin Kamara. Um, I think that we're going to still see that high-flying offense. Might have an appearance by Taysom Hill or two. Um, don't put him in your fantasy lineups by any means, please. Um, Michael Thomas should deliver, do his, his – well, I mean, it's just – after what we saw today, it's almost just like, wait and see. <laughs> I mean, that's yep. – that's how I'm yep. feeling about it. It's just it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good to watch the Monday Night Football. I'm ready to see Booger, but he's not in the Booger Mobile, so I don't know how it's gonna be. But hopefully, he still has hot takes. Like his best take of the year last year was that Kelvin Benjamin was one Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. That's an all-time quote. Right there. <laughs> all-time I forgot quote. about that. Yeah, that's an all-timer right there. He talked about pissing himself. When Odell Beckham had to go pee last season on a Monday night game, he was like, you should pee your pants. Like, what's wrong with you? You should pee your pants, boy. Like, just like, <laughs> just like the shit that this man says is fucking phenomenal. And he's from LSU, so it makes it even better. My favorite is when he just says, like, the most obvious thing. Like, he'll say some, sometimes he'll be like, that was a good completion because he ran an out route. He is like, he's like Captain Obvious and John Madden had a child. That's mm-hmm. Booger McFarland. Yeah. Um, gotta love it. Yeah, what do you think about the um, Texans offense? I, I'm curious to watch Texans offense against the Saints at the Dome. It's going to be loud. It's going to be electric. I want to see what the what the Texans can do on offense. It's going to be a lot of Deshaun Watson running for his life, which he's used to. He's used to that terrible yeah. offensive line and running. I'm for ready. His life. I'm ready for that. I think the Saints are going to fucking just skull fuck the Texans defense. I don't think J.J. Watt can hold it down all by himself. Now that Clowney's gone, like – So, you're predicting a high-scoring game or uh, – I'm predicting Taysom Hill to probably play a little bit, if you know what I mean. You're, you're calling the blowout? Yeah. Wow. I think, I think that it's going to keep – I think Deshaun Watson's going to – I'm not saying there's not going to be good fantasy production. I think that it's going to be one of the best blowouts with the best fantasy production that we're going to have this week. Because you know Deshaun's just going to keep coming back to DeAndre, or he's going to hit up Will Fuller, like, and, or he's going to be running. We're going to see a little bit of Duke Johnson. I mean, there's going to be some back and forth because it's just going to be an offensive showing. But I think that this defense is taking a huge hit, and I think that Drew Brees and company are going to take full advantage of it. I think Kamara's going to have a big night. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and call more than 30 points for Alvin Kamara tomorrow night. Ooh, I'll go over 20, over 25, but – I like it though. I think the production is going to be there as well. I want to see what Duke Johnson does. I'm uh, I'm I think Duke's going to be decent. I don't. I'm not going to say he's going to have a huge game. Maybe around like ten fantasy points. I could see that. Tough matchup. Yeah, it is. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for him. Cam Jordan's going to be coming after Deshaun's head all night. It's, and I'm excited for the game. And I'm glad it's the early one. But we got to talk about the late one before we go. Um. Broncos Raiders, this is just going to be. Uh, I feel like it's going to be kind of like almost a Cinderella story, but then it's not because like the Raiders are going to come in. They like Derek Carr is going to have like you know like maybe like one or two touchdowns, um, and it's going to be like 
you know, just trying to keep it together. But I feel like their heads are all just fucked up after Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown just fucked their heads up completely. I think that it's uh, – I think we're going to see that tomorrow. I think this Broncos defense is going to be lit, litty like a titty. Um, <laughs> I'm ready to see Royce Freeman in action. I think that Royce is going to surprise some people tomorrow. I've got Royce in some lineups. I'm hot on Royce. Um, I like Joe Flacco. I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to have a good game. I think I'm. I think I'm there. I think I'm at that point where I'm like Emmanuel Sanders. Who, I think who do you not like? It. Um, who do I not like? Yeah, the whole Raiders team. I mean, I, I'm excited to see Hunter Renfro maybe a little bit, but I, I think that the Broncos defense is just going to just like get all up in the headspace and just eat this fucking offense. I just I, I see that happening. You need to put some money on this one. It's only a th- it's only a two and a half point spread. Hell yeah, I need the to. Broncos are only favored by two and a half. Yeah, I need to do this. I think the Broncos are going to have a good game. I mean, the Broncos. I think they're obviously going to win this one. Um, like I said, I just when, when when weird shit like that happens in an organization, it fuck up your head. You can't rule that out. I think that the Raiders are uh, going to have some struggles tomorrow. So, if I'm going to start be an ugly game, it's going to yeah, be the first game's going to be much more fun to watch. I'm not. I mean, like on a DFS standpoint, like maybe some Hunter Renfro, maybe some Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm going to be playing some Lindsey. I think when everybody's on this Royce Freeman stuff, man, Lindsey's just better. If you watch the two play, Lindsey's just better. We go see. Yeah, we'll see. Oh man, what a day! It's been a yeah. day, Drew. I hear you yawning. I know. Yeah, I've been up I'm way too sleepy. long. I'm a little sleepy, yeah, because because you guys know it's Sunday night. We stay up to to make this thing happen for you. Um, real quick before we do leave, um, again, shout out to the Garage Guys Patreon page. Shout out to our Teespring page. Get over there and check out um, all the Garage Guys stuff you can handle. You can literally buy shirts from Garage Guys. You can rep the shit that we wear. I don't even buy like. I don't even try to buy new clothes anymore. I just try to like make shirts and order them for myself and just wear my own shit. That's one of the hobbies, right? It is. It is like Drew wears his own shit now. Like we need to get like a really nice Tony Bahama garage guy shirt thing going on. Like I just want some unbuttoned Tony Bahama shirts and some like athletic shorts. And that's what I want to wear <laughs> with your, um, his name's escaping me with, with the, the new shirt, the QB. Yeah, Jags. yeah, with our uh, with our um, what's his our, name? Our guy Gardner Minshew. Minshew, um, Minshew, yeah. and, and well, Mike what did, Leach. What did, what did we say it was? Um, not fan fan relevance, fan relevance. Yeah, not maybe not fantasy relevant, but fan relevant. Fan relevant, hundred yeah. percent energy. Um, definitely got. I right, got to recap NASCAR a little bit. So shout out to Pete Pistoni and Brendan Gone. And um, I was on SiriusXM NASCAR channel this morning. Uh, I got to talk a little bit of fantasy NASCAR with them before the race in Indianapolis. I know most of you guys listening to this are probably like, why will we watch NASCAR when it's week one of football? Well, for me, I had the NASCAR race pulled up on my laptop. I didn't get to watch as much of it as I wanted to, but definitely had the lineups in. Wasn't the best day in DFS for me. Um, Kyle Busch blew up. Uh, Kurt hit the pits a little too early. It was just uh, my picks didn't didn't deliver too well. DiBenedetto finished a little bit behind, but um, Newman was a sleeper play of mine. He he did well. He made the playoffs along with Clint Boyer. So my sleepers delivered pretty well. Um, but uh, Brad K completely just tore up his car, 
hit the wall, um, like really fucked up the car. Eric Jones wrecked out. Kyle Busch's engine blew. So Kyle Busch and uh, and Brad Kay were the two that really kind of fucked up what I had going on with my, my picks. But basically, it the easiest way for me to describe this, this is third grade explanation. A lot of wrecks. Kyle Busch blew the fuck up. Brad Keselowski tried to die. Ryan Newman fell asleep. He really did. When they had the red flag, Ryan Newman fell asleep in his car. Shout out to Mayo is glue for making a killer meme uh, as quick as possible of him dreaming about a turkey dinner. Um, Clint Boyer, Ryan Newman made the playoffs, and uh, we're moving on to Las Vegas. So next week, 6 o'clock. Uh, we'll have DFS picks in on Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Patreon. And you can also check out my stuff on Rotoballer, um, the premium content. Got it over there. I'm going to still write for that every week. Um, use promo code Garage, get 10% on off that order. But um, also get to Garage Guys because Drew's got the DFS picks. They're hot, too hot to trot. <laughs> we did some money. You had a, You had a pretty good day in NASCAR today. I did all right. I had um, I was actually more successful in NFL, so I was glad to see that. With you know, we've got a man that can do it all. DFS yeah. Drew. That's right. That's right. I um, was close to hitting the the NASCAR though. I I needed Bubba Wallace. Didn't have enough Bubba Wallace in the lineups, and that's the end of the story, man. I just didn't have enough Bubba Wallace. Bubba was the one, and who would have thunk Bubba after being the guy that it's always like just making people angry? Like he he did what he did, finishing as high up as he did. So shout out to Bubba. You know, now that you say that, Bubba has cost me so many times. Like he's like wrecked people out at the end of the race, or he himself is like falling towards the back at the end of end of the race. And when and you this, don't play him, he, he yep. does well. Yeah, it's insane. I've only yep. played him one time. Uh, no, I've played him multiple times. That's a lie. I don't know why I just said that, but I remember the one time I did play him. It was like it was like the first time I ever bought a scratch off ticket. I won a lot of money. I won a hundred bucks <laughs> off my first dollar ticket when I turned twenty one, and then I played Bubba Wallace in the Daytona five hundred on his first race when he finished second. So I was like, hell yeah, yeah. That and then might after end up, that, I went to shit. Yeah, that might end up actually hurting you more than than it helped you that one time if you start. Oh, yeah. Up. Do you want to know how much money I've spent on scratch off tickets? Let's hear it. I don't know. That's what I'm it's a lot, dude. Yeah. It's bad. Like when you get hooked like that, it's like call call your one hundred stop gambling. Like it's <laughs> I gotta go to rehab. All right, we're about to go to the podcast. I gotta go to scratch off ticket rehab. Um but we'll be back on Friday. <laughs> after rehab. Yeah, we'll be back on Friday. We'll be back on after the Panthers and Bucks game. Uh I got, I got Panthers on that one. Would you say so? Yeah, it's both teams kind of bad performance. Or Cam Newton and Jameis Winston bad performance this week. So maybe maybe they'll bounce back. Perfect Thursday night football game. Got Beautiful. one coming up for us. Yeah. Beautiful. Gonna be great. Great show. Glad we had it. We'll see you Friday. Episode ninety five was legit. Any last words? Nope. We covered it. Enjoyed it. Looking forward to next week. Sports. Party. Repeat.